I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And you know what, Seth? What's going on with you recently? What's going on with me recently? Yeah, anything new on your part of the world? In my part of the world? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been chilling, man. I've been grinding out. Chilling and grinding are kind of opposite things, but mm-hmm. I guess I can be doing both of them. Um, and yeah, I don't know what you want from this. I don't. Is there something specific you're trying to get out here? No, I mean, any politics stuff happening over there in North Carolina? Oh, I did want to mention that. I've, I've been meaning to mention this for months on the podcast, but there's a guy mm-hmm. running for in North Carolina, whatever. He's a Republican guy, and his name is Dan Forrest. Mm-hmm. And so if your name is Dan Forrest and you are running for office... What, what what campaign slogan do you think you're going to use? You should probably go run for his run. You use run for his run. And I've realized there is an incredible contingency of pranksters here in North Carolina. Because what he's done is on the side of the road when you're driving, there'll be three really small signs. One that says run, one that says forest, and one that says run. So you see them mm-hmm. as you drive by. And I'm not sure who's doing it, but it's hilarious. What they do is all they do is switch the signs around. So now it just says run, run, forest, or forest, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's so funny. Uh-huh. Um, but even funnier than that, weirdly enough, is that I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna dox myself, but not very far from where uh from where I stay in North Carolina, there was a man who <laughs> was arrested in I think it was late June because he was plotting to kill Joe Biden. Right, yeah. And I just and the weird thing is like I've 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 since I kind of relocated to North Carolina, but I read the article and I was like, this man might have been like my neighbor actually. Like I I literally used to live in the place where you know it says I'm like, what? That is so funny. Like, is there anything funnier than that? Like, it, there's only so many psychopaths every year who are trying to kill one of the candidates or resident, or at least that mm-hmm. go far enough to get arrested, and one of them's in my back, just in my backyard. That's so funny. <laughs> It's like, but imagine if you're going to kill a presidential candidate and you kill someone as useless as Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah, I know. The ineffectual, com- completely just blank slate canvas as Joe Biden. What? And that's the thing is, like, not only have they been able to mobilize people to just fucking love Trump, they have somehow mobilized people to viciously hate Joe Biden. And yeah. I'm like... What does Joe Biden do to you specifically that makes you that angry? He is not even that – he's not that far left. He's not 
even that dim- much of a Democrat by your own standards. He's pretty much a Republican. What is Joe? What are they? How are they able to get people to do this? To believe that Joe Biden is some kind of socialist, <laughs> insane man? Well, I got a mailer today from the Trump campaign that said that on one side it had Joe Biden's face and it said uh, Joe Biden calls himself a transition candidate. Other side it says it has Kamala Harris's face and it's like. Is Kamala fit to lead our country? And I was like, here's things that she'll do. Green New Deal. Socialized medicine. Defunding the police. No, literally won't I'm do like, any of that. Doesn't want any of those things. Yeah. Like I told you, I actually put these in the, the, the chat one time. Some um, uh, messages I received. It was literally like, Joe Biden is a hardcore socialist just like Bernie Sanders. And I'm like, how are you able to convince people of this? Yeah. It's like... If, if Kamala Harris wanted those things, I'd be voting for her. This will be an ad promoting her to me, like, but she's not. It's, they just they, knew, they can just lie about it, I guess. They can just say whatever they want at this point. They even put banned fracking up there. I'm like, I can't, I really, I can't believe that fracking has gone from a niche environmentalist issue to a central point of this campaign. I, I'm guessing, by the way, that 90% of people who have an opinion on fracking do not know what fracking is. Yeah. I just I did want to go through and read a little bit of this article because it's really funny mm-hmm. how he even got caught. So, um, what, what's what's the dude's name? His name is Alexander Hillel Traceman. I probably said that wrong. Traceman, maybe three names already a bad already a that's, bad sign. Uh, that's a sign. Um, but apparently, um, he was at a bank and they found a cache of or no, they he had a apparently he's just he was just at the bank and it looked suspicious. So the the bank. People, the employees, called the police and said, investigate this man. So they went to his van, and they found a cache of weapons and explosives. Um, they found AR- an AR-15-style rifle, a box of um, 38-millimeter ha- um, handgun bullets, um, a canister of explosive material tannerite, and a box of 5.56-caliber um, ammunition. Um, they found approximately $509,000 in U.S. currency, which, I mean, if you got it like that, why? I mean, dude, you balling. Who cares about Joe yeah, Biden? you're fine. Um, <laughs> and it's, oh, it's believed to be his inheritance. Um, mm. Books about survival, bomb-making, improvised weapons, drawing of swastikas, and planes crashing into buildings. I didn't know they what made books, books about drawing about swastikas? drawing swastikas and books that are about planes crashing into buildings. Now, is the is the book just two pages? Here's how you draw the original Indian swastika. Yeah. Here's how you draw the Nazi and they're just mirrored images. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and there were there were driver's licenses from different states, including Washington, Kansas, New Hampshire, and West Virginia. Um, and then here's where it just gets really funny. It said that the um, they they found child pornography on eight different electronic devices, along with other pictures and posts related to plans. And ideas for possible terrorist acts. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Uh, mm-hmm. here, here's here's my my. This man is innocent. Oh my this man, god! This man was set up because each one of those things would make sense with maybe two or three other things, but you put them all together, and it's like the FBI went into the evidence locker and just dumped whatever they had into the back of this guy's van. Just said, "This will do it." Okay, wait a minute. I didn't even read this whole whole article when I first got to it. This is crazy. So he has a Reddit account. Uh, named Alex the Bodacious. I've seen I've seen this part. Yeah. So, um, there's an uh, so apparently he made an audio recording of the perfect porn video, which describes himself killing 
two parents with a shotgun and then raping and impregnating their young daughter. And then um, he alleged on April 8th that he was going to do a Columbine for a while, but it would be better to put it towards something more memorable. And then he crafted – and then the, the article says this in a real light way. He crafted a meme on April 15th asking, should I kill Joe Biden? It's the, like, lay epic Reddit man face of, like, should yeah. I kill Joe Biden? Like, what the fuck? Wait, when, when did that happen? April 15th. That was before Joe Biden had even sealed up the fucking election. Yeah. I mean, apparent, I mean apparently this guy just had the, the foresight. Um, yeah. He even went so far as to post the meme – from April eighth, from April eighth, which is the one about doing a Columbine, with a post about him purchasing an AR fifteen in New Hampshire and going to a Wendy's that's four miles from Joe Biden's house. This man okay. is leave, leaving. Hey man, don't don't kill anyone, but too much of a paper uh-huh. trail. This yeah. is this is way too, like if if you are if you are a guilty man, <clears throat> you're doing this wrong. You're doing way too much public posting. About your intentions. Listen, uh, my boy Jonathan Hitler Trace Man is innocent. Wait a he minute. did not do these things. Wait a minute. His lawyer came through though. He's claim he claims that Traceman has been diagnosed with Asperger's. <laughs> Solid gold. Seal it up, Johnny Cochran victory right here. We've done it. But the thing is, this this reminds me of a lot of the guy who killed that protester in, in, in Seattle. Remember this? The guy who shot that, that MAGA guy and then the fucking U.S. Marshals executed him in the street like a month later. Remember that shit? Yeah. And Trump bragged about it? Because that they, 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 he had like no political posts until like June of this year. And so like it's very political on, on the internet. I'm thinking that guy was set up and this guy was set up too. It makes no sense. I mean, it's possible. Um, it is weird that a person who seems to only be upset, I mean, he might still be in a child porn, I have no idea, and that, that's a problem itself, but it seems to be a person who is, that is their obsession, all of a sudden, randomly shifts all of their hatred onto Joe Biden. Once again, even though I think he'd be a terrible president, one of the, the hardest people to, like, violently hate. Like, right. I, I, don't, I wouldn't, I don't have any... Of that kind of feeling towards Joe Biden, I think I dislike him. I yeah, don't hate I him. I dislike him, but I find I would find it incredibly hard. Any other candidate, I can see in some way, like even Bernie Sanders. Obviously, mm-hmm. I see how people would like violently hate him because they just they they, they think he's a complete socialist. When in reality, or it's just the fact that he's Jewish. He's just our version of a socialist. Well, yes, that too. Um, but I just once again, I don't get it. I just don't understand how they have drummed up. An, a, a vicious hate like this. A, a, a Joe real... Biden sucks, but it's not. He's not like exceptionally bad. Exactly. Or he's very much just a typical corrupt politician. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what's also, happening you, in my neck of the woods. Also, if you were in the child porn, you'd think the guy you'd want to kill would be Trump, right? Because of the Q stuff. Well, no, but no, because because oh yeah, because you're saying because the whole Q thing is that he is trying to get rid of the pedophiles. Yeah, he's secretly you know killing all the pedophiles and whatnot. Yeah, I still can't believe that's like the theory. Like I, when I first heard the Q stuff, I I honestly didn't. I was like, this has to be some kind of meme, right? Like it can't be real. But no, there are real people who you you tell you present with any evidence. Like you say, oh, he was on Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Like yeah, because he's trying to get in on the inside. Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure it out. I'm like, well, how did come we can't make an argument for all the other hundred people on that? Why are they all pedophiles and he's good? 
what right, what yeah. kind of logic is this? How many pedophiles has he put away in his presidency? Imagine looking at Donald Trump and hearing him talk and the words come out of his mouth and thinking to yourself, that man has been hunting pedophiles yeah. for decades and winning the presidency was just the next step of his plan. Yeah, I don't know. And, and, I, and then at this point, I'm just like, okay, tell me which pedophiles he has helped put away during his time during president. None. None as far as I know. Although he um, did openly, he did basically admit in the Axios interview that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, which was pretty right. pretty funny. I think he blamed Hillary Clinton, which would be the absolute funniest outcome if Hillary Clinton did kill Jeffrey Epstein. That would be, that would be hilarious. Um... I'll say this, though, that uh, QAnon currently has a couple people running for Congress. Some of them didn't win their primaries yeah. and are, are, will probably win their, their seats. I'm going to say this right now. This is a, an Elenials Smith called shot for the future. In 2022, 16 QAnon candidates will win off will win uh, public office in Congress. You think so? You 16. Think 16? At, at, at minimum. Where do you get that number from? That's just me spitballing. I have no okay. basis for it. The right now, I've seen about four people who are QAnon candidates who are probably going to win. I'm I'm saying four times that. Let's you think they're going to get into Congress? Yeah, Congress. Okay. Probably not the Senate, but Congress for sure. Okay, so you think they'll be like reps? Okay. There will be enough people in Congress to form a QAnon caucus. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just be optimistic and say I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't even. I think the QAnon people from this year are going to win. Um, mm. But we'll see, I guess. Um, it's just so strange. Well, they're Republicans running in saved red seats. So, I mean, they, they managed to beat the traditional conservative in the primary and are going on. They, unless the Democrats pull something crazy out, I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, how's it different from that guy in Florida, Matt Gatz? His insane ass is always pulling some nonsense, you know? Or even fucking Rand Paul as a senator. He's a libertarian crazy person. Yeah, where's he from? Rand Paul? Yeah. Kentucky, I believe. I, I don't know why in my head I thought he was from Florida. I was like, well, Florida thing. Oh. <laughs> um, but Kentucky is I don't know where he's from. He's much he, better. He, he ran in Kentucky. I don't know where he's from. Um, but yeah, the, the Matt Gates thing gets whatever his name is. Um, I've never understood it. Um, I just chalk it up to Florida. But uh, I can't really do that anymore because people are winning uh, in other places that are just as crazy. So I don't know what yeah. to say anymore. Oh, man, speaking of closer to where I am, in South Carolina, that guy running down there, Joe Cunningham, you seen any of his commercials on TV? Probably not, right? Not Joe Cunningham. There's a guy in North Carolina named Cal Cunningham, but not Joe. Oh, wait, no. It is, it is your... Hold on. I gotta... Now you fucked me up. I know there were two Cunninghams running. Maybe there is. I, I don't know. I don't Can you get it for you as senator? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Good thing you, you, fu- you, you got me right on that. Cal Cunningham is the one that has the sex texts they found, or the sexts. Uh, I haven't heard about this. It's, dude, if you get the, 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 the texts are so bad. It's like, here's one of the texts he, he, that he sent. I want to kiss you. And she sent it back, so and I want to kiss back. I, and I kiss back a lot. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, I gotta take my shirt off. It's getting hot in here. I know, right? It says... There's one right here. It says, um, pick a day, city, make up an excuse for the fam, ditch a staffer, start your white shirt, and be ready to kiss a lot. Be ready to kiss. I mean, honestly, how can you... I feel like this is just more 
embarrassing for the man. I feel so bad. Like this is yeah, he's not very good at this. This is sad. This is legit. I'm making, I'm getting depressed looking at this. And then he he's it sounds so hot and fun. Yeah, I almost feel like I almost feel like this is another account that belongs to him, and he's just messaging back and forth. <laughs> Because maybe he was like trying to like, make his wife jealous or something, and then it just got leaked. It says right here, and you are historically sexy. Historically, we historically, yeah. We we went and asked all the guys who work at Pawn Stars, and they said historically, uh, you are amazingly sexy. When I look at you, I think like you're you're a Stonewall Jackson level of historically yeah. sexy. What's here's the thing though, people listen. If you're going to have a, an illicit affair with someone, you're going to exchange sexts, you have to at least be as good at it as James goddamn Joyce was a hundred years ago, talking about, I want to devour your farts. I want to fuck, yeah. like, the folds of your back. Like, I need to get that level of, of I sex. I mean, that's the thing. James Joyce is, like, he was such a good writer that he could just, he just, he was like, <laughs> I can't even say I want to have sex. Like, I have to go farther than that. I am, I'm a monster. I'm a crazed maniac. And I have to tell you exactly what I mean. I think that all politicians, honestly, should aim to do it as well as Anthony Weiner did. (laughs) I mean, because one, he already had the name. I mean, that is something you're born with. Solid gold. Solid gold. And then he had the nicknames, which were great. Carlos Danger. Carlos Danger. You got, I mean... This guy was on another planet when he was doing this stuff. I, I don't even know how we how we decided to reject him in the end. But the thing about him was is that he never actually had an affair, right? Nope. It was just the sex. From what I remember, yeah. From what I have proof of, yes. And he could have, I believe, from what I remember of, of, of reading it, is that he could have at some point hooked up with some of these people, but he never did because all he cared about really, what I think was... Just the sex. It was the. It was the, That was all he needed. Do you think he was just trying to get to Jimmy Joyce level? Like, do you think he was a big fan and he's like, I wonder if I get enough practice in if I can reach that. Probably he's probably a big Ulysses guy. Found those letters and yeah. was like, oh, I could do better than Man, this. Have you tried reading Ulysses? Have you read Ulysses? No, fuck no. I tried reading that one time. I was I was in high school and I'm like, you know what? I can do this. How hard can mm. this be? Makes no fucking sense. Man, the man is a the man is a great writer, but goddamn, I couldn't make it, make head or tails of Ulysses. No, I I only read books that are were written in the last ten years, except for Dune. Okay, is that true? You only read books in the last ten years? Yeah, it moves up every year. Okay, now I only read books in either twenty ten and on. Wow. Uh, no, but I did see a meme today that said that made me want to uh, turn into a mummy and be forgotten forever. That's nice. And it was, it was like Final Fantasy 20 years ago in your head. And it's like Final Fantasy 6, you know, running around. And I was like, Final Fantasy 20 years ago, actually. And it's Final Fantasy fucking 10. Yeah. And I was like, there's no goddamn way that's true. I googled it. Yes, it came out in 2001. Yep. You're, I cannot believe the PS2 was out in 2001. I got news for you, buddy. You're old. I am. Yep. You're not part of this new class of young people like I am. Please don't reveal my age. I gotta be I'm considered ancient. cool. I'm at least twice as old as you at this point. No, I, I had a moment that made me realize how old I was. I'm, okay. Um, I was playing this. Um, we're, we'll talk about these, and we kind of planned this. I'm gonna talk about these idle games 
in a minute. Mm-hmm. I'll play this one called Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realm, which is like a D&D idol game. And if people don't know what idol games are. They're games that just play themselves. And then you can kind of come in and manage it and optimize it a little bit and then let it play itself some more. Um, kind of just good time wasters, things to keep on a second monitor if you're bored. Um, so I was playing one, and you have to, like, for some reason, you don't make an account, but you have to put in your birthday. So I go there, and I put it in. And when it got to the year section, I had to scroll. <laughs> I was like, I have to scroll so far down, and then there's, oh, the, oh, there's the year. And I was like, man, this is rough. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to... This- this is going to be extremely lame uh, podcast content. I might cut it out and do it anyways. So go ahead and Google for me who won Best Supporting Actor in the year you were born. Do not say what year it is. We're, we're trying to preserve your uh, anonymity here and your status as the young person. Maybe if it was a back-to-back win, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Wow. Martin Landau. Really? Yeah, for Ed Wood. Ed Wood? I was born in 95, okay? Oh, Seth, you're ancient. You're going to die soon. I know. But yeah, Martin Landau for Ed Wood, um, which is actually a pretty spectacular performance and uh, kind of one of those ones that like you don't really expect to get nominated. But uh, Who did he play? Good on him. Uh, didn't he play... Uh, he didn't play Lugosi. Um, he played... This is bad. Yeah, it's really. I'm, I'm going to cut now this out. Now, I, I now I have to know. Um, who did he play? Ed Wood. Uh, wow. Ed, Ed, Ed Wood is even in his... No- oh, wait, no. no. He, he was Bill Lugosi. Okay, I thought he was Okay. Yeah, he played Bill And what was the name of the dorm you lived in in your first year of college? The dorm Kennedy. So your name would be Kennedy Landau. This is your old white Republican name. That's a pretty Dude, good one. Dude, if I was Martin Landau Kennedy, I'd be MLK. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, by the way, would be Watson Connery, which is a fantastic old white Republican Man, name. Actor Connery is their name. There's only one, dude. <laughs> Can't figure this one out. Um, I actually don't, don't know what he won for, but uh, remember when Sean Connery existed? Yeah, what happened to him? He retired after uh, Extraordinary Gentleman. He went out on a high note. <laughs> Well, you know, the whole reason for that was that he, he said that he wanted to finally get a franchise under his belt. He wanted to, like, be like all his uh, other, other guys who, who, like, cashed in. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this will be it. This will get me a multi-movie <laughs> deal. This will span years of my life, and I can retire off this money. He won for The Untouchables, by the way. Oh, okay. Also a good movie. All right. Back to the podcast. Back to podcasting all stuff. Right. But, yeah, these idol games. You've played a couple mm-hmm. of them, right? Um, Realm Grinder. Realm Grinder. Clicker Heroes. Yeah, those, that might have been it. Those yeah. kind of NGU Idol are kind of big ones. Um, and yeah, they, they do this incredible phenomenon um, because very early on in the game, you know, you don't earn very much gold or whatever resource it is in the game and you have to work to upgrade them. But then you start getting this this big boom, you know, depending how intense the game is. You get it in, in and you're starting getting all these new units, all these new things. And then the numbers just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Like right now I'm playing this Forgotten Realms game and um, I currently do... Actually, let me... I can just check right now. My DPS is 11.5 quintillion and I have 2.38 trillion gold. Yeah. Um, and these numbers get bigger and bigger and it makes me realize because it's something that's always kind of like 
frustrated me about video games, but it also, I mean, it makes complete sense, is that any video game you play, like RPGs, mm-hmm. go, you're, you have something to say. No, no, you go ahead, so please. Is that, you know, you're playing an RPG, let's say you're playing, like, The Witcher or something, and okay, um, I'm very low level, I want to do more damage, so you level up, and you get better gear, and the gear does more damage, but then you face enemies that have more health, so then you're right. almost doing the same amount of damage you were already doing, but you get better stuff, and then the game, and then that's just the game for the rest of your time. However long you play this game, that's what it is. You get better stuff, the enemies get better. You get better uh-huh. stuff, the enemies get better. And it's almost like, why do I even want the better stuff? You know? That's a great question, Seth. Why do you? And it's just ones and zeros that just make us angry, and I just I'm always like, what's the point? Well, I decided to Google real quick the word that I remember seeing in the game that I was playing, Realm Grinder. I got up into the well-named sextillions Uh, but i was like what's higher than sextillions well it turns out that there's a minimus septillion uh quin quadillion septillion minimus e octillion octillion quad septillion non-alien anyways but seth i decided to scroll down and this page goes on for a goddamn minute I wanted to know, what's the biggest fucking number? What's the biggest one we've come up with? Because apparently we just decided to keep going when we could have stopped. Yeah. And the number I have come up with as the biggest number, and I can't, there's no way to express how big this is in real words, just trust me. It is a Gungzezorfgillion. Who do you think put the, the money into this? To be like, you know what? Guys, guys, come on. All right, everybody, hey, listen up, all you guys. There's like a hundred of you. Maybe there's more. I don't know. We got to come up with the words. We got to make numbers bigger. We got to come up with the words. And here is some alphabet soup. Get going. Like, who funded this? Why did we come up with all these numbers? I, uh, the thing is, is that I, I'm looking now and I think maybe that I'm, I've been trolled. And this is a, because one of them uh, is called the Glitchillion. Uh, I don't think that's real. I mean, a Google, we all know, is the biggest number that is we've really talked about. But there are numbers bigger than that, obviously. Is this an article uh, about the onion? Be. Have you eaten the onion? No, I was on a Numbers Wiki. It sounds legit. Honestly, <laughs> it does sound legit. Numbers Wiki is a good place. Wait a minute, is it the show Numbers? Oh, you gotta go It might there. be the, the big fandom for the show Numbers. I mean, because if, if you're going to troll somebody, you would troll something with better than Numbers Wiki, right? Like, you would at least try harder. Yeah. You would at least go for, like, I don't know, the Arrowverse Wiki or some shit. <laughs> Be more fruitful trolling there. But I do think the, 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 the clicker and idle genre of games is literally just tickling some urge in the human brain to, like, see a bigger number. That's yeah. as simple as it is. Because if you want to, you can just, like get to a pretty high level and then just let the game sit for months and you come back and you'll have that big number but then you also you're like oh but i want to optimize here and here and here and here and then you just it keeps sucking you back in it's an interesting thing too because like some games like the clicker and idol that's all it is is bigger numbers you get the bigger number some games dress it up you know like your rpg your level your, your level goes up your hp goes up your numbers of damage go up but then you have some that like I even struggle with this because, like, in my head, I was raised on, like, D&D, right? Where the, your level goes up, you get better stuff. There are some games, though, where you just start out and that's it. Your character will never get better at anything. Like, this is how they exist. 
like uh, there's a game I really like called Sentinels RPG. It's like a, a superhero game, and you create your character, and that's it. They don't get they don't get any better. Like that just that, that's where they they're stuck at. Unless you you and your GM want to retool stuff, that's fine. Yeah. But like they don't get any better. That kind of is reflective of how that works. But then you have stuff like say Dark Souls, right? Uh, masterpiece of game design, in my opinion. Yeah. I think everyone probably agrees at this point. Where the numbers do go up, but only slightly. Right, like plus one here, plus two, stuff like that, with like upgrading your weapons and stuff. And it's more about learning the skills, right? There's not really a whole lot of big mathematical progression. It's more about figuring out how to approach each each situation, which is different, I think. Yeah. Or even like a Mario game, right? Don't go up there. There's numbers involved there. So for coins to get more extra lives, what do those do for you, really? But give you more tries. Yeah, yeah. Only only real comparison there would be people who like speedrun or whatever and try and get the high like the Fastest clear or whatever. And you want a number lower go number. Yeah. Yeah, number number go down now. It's like golf. Right. The most confusing sport. Why not just why can't golf just have high scores be good? No, Seth, you said the most confusing sport, you forgot about cricket. Cricket's the most confusing sport in the yeah, world. Yeah, cricket does have a lot of rules. Um but it is um, a beloved sport by, by many. It is, I'm just saying it's not beloved. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. Wickets and shit I don't know. Anybody really like golf? That's true. Like at the end of the day, I mean, Tiger Woods is cool. I think I think that he made that he he's had, he's made some incredible life decisions, and I just think Tiger Woods is such a great guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I think golf can be exciting, but it's like there is like a, a five minute window in any ten hours that you watch golf that are like exciting, and it's just so mm-hmm. hard to get to those five minutes. I think listen, if anybody out there listening to this podcast can tell me. Can tell me the rules for croquet. I will give you five dollars. Like you tell me how to actually play the game croquet, and I'll give you five. And that bucks. game is complete bullshit. There's there's no way anybody can actually play that game with rules. You just put some spikes in the ground and just hit it. You know? Has anybody? If you've read the instruction manual, you're a fucking nerd. Yeah, honestly. Those, the, the, you saw those croquet hammers. set doesn't come with it. It's like it's never like you get it and it has an instruction manual. It's just like right. you, know, uh, yeah, you know how to play croquet, of course, and we all do because it's made mm-hmm. up. Well, I think every middle class family in America in the eighties got a croquet set, and no, not a single fucking one of them know how to play that game. Yeah, our grandparents had one. I remember, remember distinctly hitting you with croquet mallet because we didn't know how to play the yeah. game. So we just beat each other up. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the fun part. Yeah, you have a little wooden hammer to use. We didn't have lawn darts, at least. At least we didn't, we, we didn't deal with that. Yeah, we, we would be missing more limbs if those were a thing. <laughs> One of us might be dead if yeah. lawn darts had been a thing we had. It's very, very possible. They should have named them Kid Killers. <laughs> name, name them Deadly Weapons. <laughs> just on the show. should shelf. be illegal. Yeah. I think if you look at the rules on the schools with how all the weapons and things you can't bring to school, I think lawn dart is still technically legal. You yeah. can bring a lawn dart to school and kill a kid. Like... Mm. <laughs> And you could say, hey, what's on the list? Sorry. They're trying to play a game. Uh, beloved yeah. game ball. This is beloved <laughs> cricket. That game will be all how to play lawn darts. Although I can't even tell you the rules for actual darts. I did. Like, I played uh, I played um, at a work outing like a year or two ago. Um, and I had to learn because I played with some people who were incredibly competitive. And I really wanted mm. to win darts. And I'm like, I just want to throw the dart around. So I learned the rules for the two hours that I played, and then I completely forgot them again. Um, yeah, I had to play it in, like, what was it, Persona 5? And it was like, 
hit certain areas of the board, and you and it's again this you subtract you subtract a point total from your score or yeah. whatever. You're trying to hit exactly zero. Don't go over though. Yeah, I, I gave up on that quickly. Yeah. Strange, strange stuff. Sports but are weird. Actually, speaking of games and video games and politics, this past week, ever those all, all the worlds collided because mm-hmm. Alexandra Ocasio Cortez and Ilhan Omar were fucking gamers, man. They were gaming mm-hmm. and Twitch streaming, playing the new the everybody's favorite game Among Us with a bunch of popular Twitch streamers. And no one had any problems with it, and it was perfect. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, obviously, there are people in chat who were going nuts about it and being like, fuck these people, I hate them. People who are like, oh, I love them, all this stuff. Um, but all that aside, it was, I mean, as far as viewership, it was very, very successful. Um, AOC mm-hmm. herself got up to 450,000 viewers at one point. Um, and then between all the lobbies they were in, there was, you know, well over half a million, close to a million viewers, um, which was pretty insane um, yeah. for, for everyone to, uh, to, to, for all that to have happened, um, especially when she's, you know, streaming with, I mean, you, you're over here and you're like, oh, she's streaming, oh, she's streaming with Hassan Piker or Abi, whatever his name is now. And, you know, you just see all these, see all these names, you see she's playing with all these people, you're like, what, what's happening? Am I taking crazy mm-hmm. pills? Um, but it was cool. I watched almost the whole stream, and it was very, very fun. Um, yeah, I think it really showcases how how incredibly well, uh, incredibly fun Among Us is. Like, it's true. if you know if you know how it works, anyone can play it and have a great time because it's there's no skill involved other than basically lying and not being seen, like, yeah. or being observational. I guess. Yeah. There, well, you'd be surprised. Um, some people she was playing with are considered to be like, high-tier Among Us players, um, because there are hundreds of strats in that game that actually make you into a, a fucking genius. Oh, I'm not saying there's not any skill. I'm just saying there's, there's yeah. no hand-eye coordination yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, like, so, shoot the guys. And it was, actually, it was actually nice because a lot of people, like, people who were much better at the game, who would normally, like, immediately sniff everything out, were, like, basically sandbagging so that everyone could keep playing and having fun and not, like, spoiling the fun for these new players. And it was, like, really Which fun to see that. a good thing to do, yeah. Yeah, it was really fun to see that. And, um... But it was not without some some butthurt drama uh, on the platform. I'm not sure if you heard about this. Um, so and AOC and Ilhan Omar, um, they apparently um, planned all this with Hassan Abi, um, very popular Twitch streamer, one of the most maybe the most popular leftists in the whole world, especially for young people. Um, mm. He's he's very popular for that. Um, they all planned this like with him because he you know he knows a bunch of Twitch streamers and stuff, and they wanted to obviously for very obvious reasons, wanted to keep it, you know, family-friendly, and they wanted to keep it um, good for their image, good on their brand. And there are, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of Twitch streamers out there who are not good for their brand at all, but love playing Among Us. Toxic, you can say. Very toxic, yes. And one of the, the leaders of this ring, uh, his name is Trainrex TV. Um, mm-hmm. If you've ever heard that name, you might have heard it because a, a couple years ago he got famous for making a rant about how girls shouldn't be on Twitch and how um, all this stuff. And uh, yeah, he got really, really butthurt on Twitter and was tweeting at AOC and was like, yeah, if you, when you get done playing with all these fucking kids, you can come play with the, the real players like me and XQC and all these people who are like just that just people who like, would be absolute suicide for the, an image of a politician, which is why mm-hmm. they weren't invited in the first place. Um, 
And the the guy was just tweeting all night during the whole stream. He was just tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet at AOC and all these people getting so mad about it. And it was just like I'm like I'm like, dude, you're a child. You're literally a child right now. Just also, to play imagine that play. being your thing. Like, stop playing with the little kids. Go play with us. It's what are you? Like, yeah. Talk about totally misunderstanding what's going on. Exactly. And it, it was just so funny to see somebody just get incredibly butthurt over this. Um, but yeah, it was it was a cool experiment. And uh, I mean, at the end of the day, the whole message was go vote, which for them means vote for Joe Biden, clearly. Not happening. But um, it, it is interesting that it um, how successful it was. And yeah, whether I agree with them telling you to vote, which implies vote for Joe Biden. Um, yeah, it was cool. And at the end of the day, I, I was like, I'm going to turn my brain off and I'm just going to have some fun. Because it was fun. Yeah. I've said it before. Don't tell people to vote. Tell them to vote for somebody. Like, I know what you want them to, to vote for. Yes, we all know. But just have the decency to say it. Because, I, I mean, is that illegal? Can we not tell you who to vote for? Is that I, I see campaign ads all the goddamn time. Is that, like, is it illegal to say, hey, you should go vote for this guy, you know? Yeah. Um, or is it just liberals and won't do that? I don't, I don't understand what it is. Yeah, I, I, it was, I was confused by that, too, because anytime a conservative person is on the Internet, they just say vote for Trump. They don't have any reservations about it. It's like... I mean, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out, it's like we talked about the people who dressed up for the Emmys and they all had like vote written on them. I'm like, just say who. We all know who yeah. you're saying to vote for. Just say it rather than just give this blank message. That's right. Go vote for Joe. Joe Jorgensen. Jorgensen. Do not vaccinate your children. Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe. <laughs> Did you almost say Joe Gorgensen? I almost said. I almost said. Um. <laughs> what's the name of the? The, the monster from Stranger Things. Demi Gorgon. <laughs> Joe Demi Gorgon. <laughs> I'd vote for Joe Demi Gorgon. I would. Sure. I would definitely vote for the Demi Gorgon. Um, I think the Demi Gorgon's got a good head on its weird gray shoulders. Exactly. End us. Please. It splits open like a flower. Yeah. What if there was a candidate who was like, I'll, I'm, I'll end everyone's suffering. <laughs> that's my platform. I'll immediately nuke the planet. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what well, I'm running on. That's what I'm going to say. I will... Everything's going to be over once I'm president. Vote for me. Posada's future is happening. I nuke the planet. The space comrades show up with with some of the communism. Simple as that. Clear. I do. I would love to, to like see that campaign ad though, like the the Goldwater ad with the whole nuke going off, but instead it's like that's the good thing. Yeah. Like yes, we want this child to be obliterated by a nuke. But not just all of you as well. Everyone. We're not discriminating here. Men, all women, the kids children, will die. Animals, everything. Yeah, all the all the all the uh, uh, terrestrial life, the water life, will be okay pretty much. But all the terrestrial stuff, pretty much going to be dead. Yeah, all those deep sea crabs and shit, they'll be okay. But yeah, um, and now there is a new genre of video on the internet that I love, which is where people take they'll take AOC space cam from the stream and they'll put them onto like famous clips from streams of like somebody doing something crazy like somebody getting a 1v4 ace in call in, or in like a uh, CSGO and they'll just have uh, AOC there playing and like being like oh wow that worked <laughs> doing a crazy play new genre of video that I didn't think was going to exist but it's cool <laughs> somebody should absolutely do that for the uh, the Daigo uh, perfect parry yeah, video just have her sitting there in, in Daigo's seat <laughs> Just like, oh man, that's cool. If you could cut her in there with the guy doing the whole, uh, what was it, Scoops, Scoops Hagen does that oh, complicated yips. guy. 
Yeah, that guy. Yes. Do that as well. That'd be very funny. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Speaking, by the way, of uh, drama happening with video drama. games recently, I did see a, a minor thing that not a lot of people talked about, but I think it's pretty interesting. There's this guy on uh, YouTube, I believe. Uh, I don't be Twitch. I don't fucking know. Oh, he's, he's on YouTube. Uh, I hate to say this, but he has your name. His name is Seth, but with two S's. Oh, is he, he's the uh, one who, like, uses the, the fucking... The, the African warlord or whatever as his avatar and all that stuff. I mean, is I it, is it, know. his name is like Seth Zabbit or something? It's Zine Tech. It's a, yes. a god from Warhammer 40k. Yes, yes, yes. I literally watched one of this guy's videos the other day. Well, he apparently reviewed or talked about Caves of Cud. Yes. Have you heard of this game? Yeah. Uh, very good uh, roguelike, uh, like a uh, pixel game. Very, very in depth. I liked playing it when I, back when I did. I haven't played it in a couple of years though. Anyways, this guy decided to showcase it on his YouTube for a little while, and as a result, his fans started going to the Caves of Cud uh, Discord. It might be Caves of Cude. I don't know. Whatever Caves of whatever Q U D, and. They started talking a whole lot of uh, of Nazi shit in the Discord and started getting banned uh, in mass. And <clears throat> their reaction was to get very angry and, and start uh, you know screaming that they're being censored and and all this while doubling down on on saying how good Hitler was and uh, Jews should be exterminated and stuff like that. And it's caused a whole lot of drama on the internet. But it has actually made Caves of, of Cud make a whole lot more money and now is number one. Uh, roguelike on uh, on Steam because of this. Yeah, I literally I had a friend recommend it to me the other day, and I was like, oh, I guess I might check it out. It seems like a, it seems like one of the, it's an incredibly detailed game. There's like a million trillion things that can happen at any moment. So yeah. Um, well, but, yeah, the guy, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the people who make it at least we know are anti-Nazi, so that's good. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I watched that. I watched that video, the case of case of cut video, because I was like. Yeah, I'll see. I've, I'd never heard of the. I mean, I'd heard of the guy's name before. Um, mm. He stole it from me. That piece of shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to. I guess I'd have to know more about him to know if I if he maybe puts like Nazi shit in his videos because I don't know enough mm-hmm. about him. But that is very strange that he apparently attracts Nazis to his videos. So I guess there's something there. I didn't see. The, I saw some Discord screenshots that were pretty questionable, but also saw on Twitter his fans were coming out and being like saying stuff like, oh, we're just joking. We're role-playing as Nazis. And they were like, we don't want you to role-play as Nazis in yeah. our Discord. <laughs> like, it's the same as basically being one. And I just like, I, just, I don't get it, man. I don't. I do not understand these people at all. Like, why can't you be normal? Just be normal. Yeah. It's the whole meme about how, you know, these days if you say that you hate Nazis, people are like, whoa, 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 calm down. <laughs> It's like, yeah. why? We agreed on this a long time ago that they're bad. We can't just agree. We can just agree on something. Yeah. Well, it's like today I saw an ad, or not an ad, a news story about, uh, so Jill Biden is in Georgia today holding a rally, like a, a drive-in I rally imagine that's a banger right there. Yeah. It, oh, they're, they're having a great time. Well, I saw some lady, she's a teacher, and she's like, I can't wait to vote for Dr. Jill Biden. And... I'm like, you know she's not going to be running the country, right? It's going to be your husband. Also, can we cool it with doctor here? Because, yes, she has a doctorate in education, but when you say doctor, we all know what you're implying, right? That you are yeah. a medical doctor, that you can save my life if I'm having a heart attack. Yeah, it's, um... 
You reminded me of the scene from Brooklyn Nine-Nine when uh, Captain Hole gets very upset when he thinks that he's like the actual the actual form of doctor is what like doctor of education doctor of history whatever mm. the medical industry just co-opted it and he just gets so fucking angry about it he kind of yeah. reminded me of that in reverse or the hangover where it's like he's also his doctor that like, used a dentist right yeah. it's not a Which real once again, doctor still i mean still <laughs> essential thing like still did four years of medical school i believe so yeah, they have enough, dentist or you know still doctors they have, they have a lot of knowledge well that's not the point she said yeah. that she thinks that they can bring the country back together we can unite us. And I'm like, when has America been united? When was the last time this country was united? It was probably fighting the fucking Nazis. That was probably the last time you could nominally say we were, you know, yeah. united as a country. Whatever was going on on our show where we were like, you know what? We'll forget it for now. Let's kill the objective bad guys. One time when I can just be like, okay, America, we're, we are in the clear on this one. We, we went over there and we killed the worst people of all time, basically. Yeah, and that's it. But now apparently we didn't do that. We 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 killed the neutral guys. I don't. I just. It's so crazy, man. Because every period of history. I mean, of course, America wasn't even united back then. We obviously we had the internment camps. We still were doing horrible shit to Native Americans and stuff like that. Of course, but it was the last time you could politically say that everyone pretty much agreed. Like, 99% of people, we gotta get rid of these guys. Yeah. And if you didn't think that, you were probably beaten the fuck up yeah, somewhere by some guys. Nazi. Yeah. Um, ever since then, though, we've always been divided. So I, I don't know what she's talking about. I think when they say this, that Joe Biden can heal America, can bring us back together, they're talking about the Obama-era, like, pretend piece we had where... It was still just as divided as it is today, and maybe a little bit less so, but we weren't really united. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, we, it's like it's like we act like during the Obama administration, like Ferguson didn't happen. Like we act yeah. like all the stuff that's um, started, in, like stuff that's happened in Flint, Michigan for so long, like with the water and all that. That's been happening since Obama. It's not like we just all these problems just came because we became a divided country. Like Trayvon Martin happened during Obama. Like, I mean, Tamir, a lot, Rice. Tamir Rice, like a lot of these things that are just as important um, that, and show how divided we are and how racist people have been and how fucking argumentative they are and how they will defend each other no matter what. It's been happening forever. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. if the president has a Republican or Democrat or the president was whoever they like, a person who championed hope and change. It didn't matter. It's happened and it keeps happening. And it's going to, like, Joe Biden wins the election, we're going to still have people dying like it's not going to change that much so we no matter what we need to attack our root causes and not act, not act like having someone distinguished or whatever in office is going to make any real difference as to how we feel like in the fucking fields you know where we are and distinguished as what the vice president is the shit wait what do you mean the vice president doesn't do a goddamn thing i'm gonna say no i meant the distinguished like people say that Maybe, maybe distinguish this in the right way. No, I'm saying, I'm talking about what you say they're saying, not what you believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. We both know that, that it's not worth the shit as a position. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying distinguished as in, like, he he composes himself well. People look at Trump and they're like, uh, he yeah. yells, he's, he's... He's normal. Well, but Joe Biden is normal. Yeah, yeah Joe Biden is, you know, blank slate, you know, you know. What maybe distinguishes in the right word, but still. Trump, Trump is a crazy outlier, you know, he's a, a weirdo. Exactly. Um... And I think that's that's the thing people are leaning on. They're not even you can't look at any of Biden policies because let me go ahead and tell you something. He doesn't have any. You can look it up. It's all boilerplate plate 
fucking wording on his website and on all of his like campaign documents. It's all mm-hmm. boilerplate. Um, so you can't like him for his policies. Um, you, the only two reasons you can really like Joe Biden, and I don't think either of them are valid, is you think he is a more mature candidate and that he's going to make us look better. You know, take it or leave it. Or for some reason you're insane and you think that Kamala Harris is going to be good for this country in any way. Yeah, it's like the people always say, "Oh, Joe Biden has the most progressive policy platform of any of any candidate in history." First of all, untrue. Huey Long in the '30s ran with a more fucking progressive slate. Bernie Sanders, Debs, Debs. Bernie yeah. Sanders ran with also a pretty progressive thing. If we're talking about who who made it to the candidacy, or sure, whatever. But don't well, yeah, but that's say that. once again that's like being the smartest horse. It's not the <laughs> uh, something that. We should live on, you know? Right. Any Democratic this, candidate is going to be technically more progressive than the last. Right, yeah. If this is the best we've ever had, that's shameful. Yeah. We should be ashamed this is the best we've ever exactly. come up And also, another thing about Joe Biden really is, you talk about Kamala Harris all around the country or whatever, but how terrible is it for our country that the two guys running for president are both ancient 70 year olds like going on 80 for both of them i feel like in this country we forget that 35 is the age you can start running for president like you can be a relatively young person yeah and get up there for some reason we like almost nobody at the cutoff even runs people usually run seth how could you write pete buttchug how old i thought he was like 40 I mean, he is. He's like 41. Exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm saying, like, even then, you mo- like even the youngest candidates you see are like 40, 41, 42. I'm like, why are we not seeing anybody at the cutoff? Like, yeah. come on. It's so crazy to me that we put all our hope in people who might not even live through their presidency. <laughs> yeah. And 100% will not suffer the consequences of their actions for it. Oh, no. Like, they'll be dead before any of this shit comes to pass. Exactly. So, it just seems like, it's crazy to me that... In this country, like, when when was the... I mean, who was the youngest president we've ever had? Like, fucking JFK, maybe? I think it was JFK, yeah. If that. And that was, what, 60 goddamn years ago at this point? And ever since then, it's been, like, guys who are at least 60, I'm pretty sure. Maybe, I think... Okay, but Obama was, like, what, in his 50s? Maybe he was in his 40s. He was... Uh, he was actually older than everyone said he was. Um, like, 47 or something like that, I think, we took office? Yeah. Iran? Oh, John F. Kennedy was the youngest president at 43 years. So, Obama okay. had to be older than... 43 uh but it just seems like we were constantly ruled by old people like nancy pelosi's almost 80 fucking years old obama was 47 when he got in president. He got okay in mitch mcconnell's in his 70s yeah sorry go ahead i'll say the oldest president we ever had in getting office is donald trump donald trump at no? 70 years second place bad president cool age ronald reagan 69 <laughs> So Reagan started at sixty nine, huh? Yeah. Wow. So he he went eight years. So he would have been what seventy eight years old when he left. Yeah. How old is Joe Biden? Seventy seven. Joe Biden is seventy four, I believe. Holy fuck! So he will take the mantle of oldest to get into the. He's seventy seven. Oh my god! Yeah, he will by far take the the mantle of oldest president, which I hope at I this think point Bernie we don't have anymore. I think Bernie is 78 years old. Bernie is 79. Would, 79? Yeah. Wow. But a lot smarter. Sharp is attack. A lot better. Upstairs. Yeah, Sharp is attack. Much. I mean, could, could debate any of these guys under the floor. Like, yeah. That's the one thing. People talk about, oh, we get to see we get to see Kamala Harris 
debate fucking Mike Pence. I'm like, no. The one thing that the stupid liberals deprived us of was was fucking Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders one on one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because that would have been can, great. What can Donald Trump say? I mean, they they have a lot of policies that make sense to the same people. I mean, people people think as a knock on Bernie Sanders, but it's not like no. people like Bernie Sanders' policies. Yeah, because um, they went far. And yeah, that's why like I watch these these highlights and quotes from the the Joe Biden Donald Trump debate, and I'm like, what is anybody saying? It's like it's mostly just who can. And people are people are like applauding. They're like, oh, we're gonna have muted microphones at the next one so they can't interrupt each other. And I'm like, we shouldn't really be happy about that. We should we shouldn't have to have that. You know, right. we should maybe have people who aren't senile and just interrupt with random thoughts when other ones talking. We're talking about Trump, obviously, but no, Joe, Joe Biden interrupted. They apparently they did the, they did the math. Apparently, Joe Biden not not as much. Like Donald Trump was like twice as much, but he still interjected a lot too. Yeah. So that's why they had to mute the mics. I guess you got to. What we should do is when you go over your allotted time for your speaking, you should get an electric shock administered to your penis. That should be what we do uh, to, to discourage. Female that. candidates are going to run amok, man. They're not going <laughs> to. They're going to be like, I can talk all I want. Nobody's going to stop me. <laughs> Like a like a robot like goes in to put it to their penis. And they're like penis not detected. Error. They're like no penis, and then the <laughs> robot blows up. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's designed to do. Um, like a fucking uh, uh, robotic creation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I just feel like it's so stupid that we have these two ancient old fossils running for office. And those are your two choices. Those are who you get to choose from. And I'm not saying that we need to have like a lot of choices. I more choices doesn't really help. We yeah. just need to have better choices, right? And yeah. in fact, the thing is, it's not even really a choice. They're both two old white guys controlled by the same capitalist, you know, interests. They're just two faces on the of uh, two sides of a coin, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, and the coin is America. Hopefully, neither of them are ever on a coin. Also, hopefully, we stop using coins at some point. Um, yeah. But then we'll live in the cashless society, and they'll have us all trapped, uh, which they already do. I do want to say real quick, we, there is a great thing that happened this week. We got some good news. Yes. So we know that, uh, I think maybe two weeks ago it was that Bolivia, the, the MAS party, won big. Their margin keeps growing as they count more votes. That's just getting more and more support for them. Uh, they have a commanding uh, mandate for rule, and they've actually res- rescinded the warrant for Evo Morales' arrest, so he can now come back to his home country. Nice. Uh, so that's really great. But Chile just voted to rewrite their constitution, which was written under Salvador Allende, the, or no, Pinochet, sorry. Allende was usurped by Pinochet in a right-wing revolution, uh, 9-11, 1973, I believe, the real 9-11. And now they're going to rewrite that constitution because it's been, it's horribly right-wing, but a mass of people got into the streets and protested to to get this vote through. So they're going to rewrite the constitution, which will be fantastic. We need that now. Yes. Rewrite the Constitution. How crazy is it that we haven't revised that? Joe Jorgensen, if you're listening, put it in your platform. Yes, Joe, let's do it. Yes. I want to see the Libertarian Constitution. Oh my god, it'll be one page. Double spaced. <laughs> yeah, like the like the, the How to Draw a Swastika book. Exactly. <laughs> in fact, it'll just be that, probably. Yeah. Um, that's all, that's all they got their, their ideology with. Uh, so big, big victory in Chile. Very happy for our, our Chilean uh, brothers and sisters down there. Um, hopefully one day we can get some kind of justice like that for us up here as well. 
Yeah. Um. Uh, I had a funny little uh, thing to say here. Well, probably funny to me and three other people in the world. On me. The protagonist of the game, Ghost of Tsushima, is named Jin Sakai. And it's so funny to me because it's J. Sakai, Reed Settlers, no one in the world. And you don't get this. There's a book called Settlers, The Myth of the White Proletariat, or Mythology of the White Proletariat, written by a guy named J. Sakai. And a common internet meme is to say Reed Settlers to Americans, because uh, it talks about how we'll never be a communist nation because white people will never... Uh, proletarianized. Yeah, it's a it's a common uh, uh, joke, but well, to, to yeah, everybody me, out there, Jin Sakai kind of sounds like genocide. So a little bit. Is yeah. there something there? There's been some criticism of the game for being a an intensely national like a nationalist uh, game, but it's not made by Japanese people, so accidentally nationalist, I guess. Yeah. Um, racist. Who that's is? A, I'm gonna say it. that's what people will say on the internet. Oh, if it's not made by Japanese people. Then. And it's about Japanese people, then it's bad. I mean, apparently it's pretty respectful. There was I was really confused at how many women warriors there were in the game. But then somebody I was like, maybe it was like a PC move, you know? But then people internet point out there actually are documented like female like samurai and and bushi I guess warriors that existed. So it's not uh it's not unheard of I guess. That's cool. What isn't realistic is a samurai treating the peasants as if they weren't, you know, literally just property. Yeah. Samurai's, um... Samurai. Is the plural samurai? I think it's just samurai, yeah. Okay. Um... I've only seen... I've only ever really had any contact with them through, um... Akira Kurosawa's films. And, of course, The Last Samurai. Yeah. The... I mean... The, histor- put, the definitive historical source. Yeah, honestly, put Kurosawa to shame on that one, buddies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're from what, what I gather from him, once again, I don't have this big connection to samurai. Is there like cell swords? No, 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 that was a Ronin. Ronin were cell swords. Oh, the Ronin are cell swords. Okay. But, well, no, but well, I guess it's the people, I guess it's the the main inspiration I get is like seven samurai, which I guess is like Mm -hmm. post samurai time period, but they're still, they're guys who were samurai and then they yeah. become basically sell swords like they're like they're like i'll hire a samurai to do this shit for me yeah it's like if a samurai's lord died and he didn't kill himself he was considered to be a ronin now and he had to okay. either you gotta kill yourself and you know join your master your your lord and like okay listeners out there this is just very basic knowledge i think of, of the situation but yeah. it, it sounds pretty crazy to me that if your lord dies, you got to kill yourself too, or become a Ronin. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, um, we're gonna. But I know this because a lot of Americans are like, Ronin are so cool. If I was in Japan at that time, I would have been a Ronin. You know, the masterless man. And then people who are like scholars of Japanese history will be like, you did not want to be a Ronin. It sucked really hard to be a guy like that. Yeah, and this concludes our misinformed samurai talk. <laughs> Um, I think I'm right. If I am not, please correct me, people out there. I will, I will eat. I will eat crow in the next uh, update. Yeah, um, I'm gonna stick to not knowing very much about samurai. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool, cool. Ghost of Tsushima. How are you liking it? 
really liking it. It's it's like a classic Assassin's Creed game. There's no gear and stats and numbers to keep track of. It's just like learn the combat and get good at it, and also sneak around and kill guys. Well, there's so, not stats, but there is like a gear system kind of like where you you have certain gear that's good for like you have certain like lightweight gear, heavyweight gear. So that's better for certain so, fights. That's what I've heard. Yeah, there's like things with like traits and, and certain numbers do go up a little bit, but it's not like plus 15% to your like sword. Yeah, then you're trying like, to like make sure you have this stat with this one and get the percentage on this one. Yeah. It's actually literally number of slashes needed to kill enemies is what go, is what goes down as you upgrade your sword, right? So it's okay. like basic enemies take two slashes and you start out and by the end of the game they'll, they'll take one slash and like it's more graded graded out for bit for like more powerful enemies okay but uh but yeah in certain gears better for certain things, like, the, like the ronin gear is better for sneaking and the samurai gear is better for straight up fighting and there's like a bow guy gear for shooting your bow at people um but i love that the struggle the main character goes through in the game is learning how to uh not die instantly by confronting 20 mongols <laughs> And stabbing people in the back. He's like, I can't do it. I have to honorably fight everybody. Yes. I, I have to fight 50 men at once, or I'm a coward. Right. Which just seems, again, this might be a misconception of Japanese history, but it seems like a very stupid way to think, you know? Um, especially when, you're, when your country is being invaded by the Mongols, right? Yeah. Not, not known for, uh, uh, I guess, decorum so much. Yeah. But, uh, so that's, that's been very funny, but, uh, it's, it's great. It's just like Assassin's Creed, you know, sneak around, stab some dudes, do funny, weird shenanigans, attacking their, their camps and figuring out how the best ways to beat them. Nice. Uh, the, the one thing in the game you gotta really learn is the stances. Like, certain stances are good against different enemies. Like, there's one for beating shields, one for beating spears. Because otherwise, the guys will fuck you up if you're not careful. Yeah. Like, you basically can't even fuck with spear guys until you, until you, just, you gotta dodge, basically. Dude, spear guys in any video game are, like, the rough. They're so rough. Which is, in my opinion, accurate because spears are the weapon. Like, throughout history, sharp thing on end of stick was the unbeat... Like, not unbeatable, but it was like, that was your go-to, right? Yeah, the only thing about it in real life, though, is like, in a video game, you know, there's like, animation resets and stuff, so if somebody stabs you with a spear, they can pull it back pretty quickly, stab you again. In real life, the amount of force you put behind a spear, like, if there's a guy with a sword in front of you, and you miss... Mm -hmm. You're kind of screwed because that guy yeah. can just come and slice you up before you can even pull that long ass pole arm back. That's true. Uh, how often that actually happened in real life, I don't know. Your two advantages, though. First of all, you got more range than him, so you have more. At least you can keep him back with a threat of the spear, yeah. anyways. While you think of it, and also spears cost a lot less in terms of metal to create well, yeah. than a sword. Swords are actually very that. rare because of that. Yeah. And in fact, you could use a piece of, of, of even a little bit of rock would work uh, on the end of a spear. Yeah, stuff hurts. Get metal. You make it sound a little hard on there. It hurts. You know, it does. So uh, spears get a—they don't get enough respect, I think, in our fantasy uh, uh, fiction where everyone has swords. They should be having spears. This is my rant of uh, of the week. Uh, replace your your swords with spears. Yeah, the actual weapon of, of the proletariat. Can you imagine the like spear fighting movies. People just stand ten feet from each other. And Try and poke the other one. Hey, they do it in China. Yeah, they have they have some cool spear shit. Like what was that movie? Uh, Crash and Tiger, Hidden Dragon had that one that one person uses spear. They have all kinds of cool shit going on with that. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. I did see, I did see a, a fun. You know what? Let's not even talk about this. This is not even podcast worthy material. We'll talk about it another time. Got it. Yeah. So Seth, is that an episode? I think that's it. 
All right, well, this has been the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Knazeras, K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. Recently reviewed um, Charlie Kaufman's I'm Thinking of Ending Things and Wes Craven's Stream, um, one of which is a documentary about what it's like to date Jesse Plemons, and the other one is a really fun slasher fic, and you can guess which one's which. <laughs> Our art is done by Marcus Barkley. You can find him on uh, Instagram at Mr.Beaches. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before and on special movie review episodes. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and the growth of the South. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't even get under it. Fuck. Uh, the, this election i guess we have stopped trying to, this this quote gets better every week yep. we've stopped trying to solve our problems and just trying to outlive them and from new orleans to new york that's the end of this podcast baby we're out out <laughs>